Hello everyone and welcome once again to RCM Wrestling episode 50. 5-0. 5 bitches. We are your 115,764 favourite wrestling podcast on the internet and every week. Well, we say every week. Through technical issues Jesus. of moving, every month we every come together. Every fucking week. <laughs> every month we come together to bring you our thoughts and opinions on the number one brand in sports entertainment. And if you want to join us in the conversation, you can find us on Twitter at RTM Wrestling. Send us your tweets, send us your thoughts. And we post the show, as always, onto YouTube, SoundCloud, RTMWrestling.com, and iTunes. So go and get it where it's the most convenient for you. My name's Andy, and as always, I'm joined by the pocket rocket, Emma. I'm sat 100,000 miles away from you right now. You're sat on the floor, I'm sat on the sofa looking at you like you've been naughty on the we've floor. Got, we've got no podcast table. <laughs> if follow us on Instagram, you'll see me sat on the floor. We have a tiny two-seater sofa, and we were having some issues with sound, and we realised that the microphones were far too close to one another, and they were it was uh, feedback and all this shit. Uh, so Andy's now got to sit on the other side of the room, which is really bizarre. Well, I'm sat right. on the recliner, really I'm comfy. Sat under the window, which means I can chain smoke. I know, and I'm drinking, so you'll hear a lot of this. Because there's no um, <laughs> there's no um, <laughs> table or anything, so I'm sat, the laptop's on my knee, as I say, I'm on the recliner, I've got a glass of wine, and then I've got to try and figure out how to check the news, whilst not letting go of my wine. Do you know what we need? What's that? Podcast table. Yep. Yeah, we really do. It yeah. wasn't on the uh, priority list. It wasn't. Internet was on the priority list. Yeah, and that we got it. was fucking hard work. We got it though. The in- yeah. no, the internet is fine. No. However, the the problem the problem with the internet is that um, we got hooked on a bit of Black Mirror, which has severely bummed us Ooh, out. Oh yeah. Oh, it's good though. Seventy <laughs> percent of the time, we're pretty bummed out by it. <laughs> so it's um, yeah. but it is yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, anyone who's not seen Black Mirror, start from season one. Don't go straight into season three. No, don't, don't. One You're doing yourself a massive disservice if you just watch season three. The season one and two is fantastic. It really is. It genuinely is. Yeah. So, um, how are you doing? Well, I'm really well actually. Yeah. I couldn't be more well. I'm be looking at hotels in Orlando for our um WrestleMania, WrestleMania trip. Skirmish. Yeah, we've got our hotel sorted for the actual WrestleMania, but then we're like, why not stay a bit longer and go to Disneyland? I want to see this Harry Potter world. That's what I want to see. Harry Potter world, totally uh, Spider Man world, oh, or whatever oh, the fuck it is. Spider Man world is there a Spider Man world? Spider Man land. Spider Land. Spider Man land. That's a ro- <laughs> the worst name for anything ever. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Spider-Man Land. Spider-Man Land. Just some <laughs> overweight guy in the corner in a Spider-Man suit just going, <laughs> Hey, kids. <laughs> I'm surprised that WWE never put their foot in the water with the old theme park, especially when they were really riding a high. Do you know what I mean? Like some well, kind of experience. Really, let's, let's be honest, though. Last time they were riding a high, they tried to do their own American Football League. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know how that ended. Jeez, and the boxing. What? Oh, when, the, uh, when the, they were doing the that brawl knock, for all. Brawl for all. <laughs> Fuck me, JBL, yeah. JBL got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Poor, How are you? Poor How Mark are you, gone. anyway? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm, I'm enjoying watching the wrestling again. Obviously, with the internet problems and everything, we mm-hmm. feel a little bit out of the loop. So this show is going to be fast and loose, like most of them are. <laughs> so it's going to be a, 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 a truck on fire, to coin a, a phrase. A truck on fire. Wow. A, yeah, okay. I like from it. A, from a, a podcast that I like listening to. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's been it's been a it's been a journey. We've been uh, 
seriously stressed. Yes. Uh, trying to get into this new place. We're actually in the new place now, so Media City is no more. Oh, we no! We cannot see the BBC from the window anymore. But what we can see instead is lovely Monson. So anybody who lives in the Manchester area who's not been to Monson, it's a very nice place. It's a great place. It is a marvellous place. It's like a fucking quarter the amount that we were paying in the last one. Well, we're, we're homeowners now. We're saving we a lot of money. We own this bitch. We do. We own it. We own it. And um, hence why we can go to WrestleMania. So, you know... Yep. We did Monson's it all for a reason. In WrestleMania. It really it really <laughs> is. Fuck you, Media City. Rinsing me of my funds. So, um, let's yeah. start the show, as we always do. With oh, the news. I've not got it ready. Wait there. Should I fill some time? News music, please. Yay, let's listen to this. Okay. <laughs> so, do you know what? The news is all over the show. I'm not going to lie. I saw some news things. I put them down. I might only have three pieces of news. Fuck that. I might only have three. But we'll, we'll, you know, we both have read the news. We know what's going down, so we can chip in. Anyway, so Shinsuke Nakamura got the belt again. So in the third meeting between... Third, is that it? Come on. Bullshit. Third? Well, third official meeting. Not my words. The third meeting between Shinsuke Nakamura and Samoa Joe. Nakamura defeated Joe to become a two-time NXT champion on Saturday at NX, an NXT live event in Osaka, Japan. Short and sweet. I just, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. And it seems like WWE at the moment, I like pay, playing a bit of title hot potato. Title hot potato. They are indeed. They seem to be kind of like testing the water of the importance of a title. I have a theory on it. It's like somebody else testing the importance of a, of a title at the moment. UFC, what the fuck are you playing oh. at? Well, we may get onto that in a bit. Probably. <laughs> a bit. This is going to go all well, over. What's your time. theory on that then? My theory on this is that if people start to see the title as a bit more fluid in every division, then they can give it to Roman Reigns and no one will notice. So they can have their champion and no one will give a shit because they'll think, ah, someone else will get it back. It's not that bad. I think they're just dying to have that dude as a champ. And at the moment, they're like, let's devalue some belts. What's, that's that's like that makes about as much sense as <laughs> UFC's reason for listen, stripping Conor McGregor. It listen, makes exactly the same amount of theory. sense. No, no, it's a it's a it's a it's, it's a valid a enough point. Yeah, but it's it makes as much no, sense as that. I agree, completely agree. See, for me, this um the the title hot potato thing that's going on at the moment, and we'll probably get onto it in a bit later because topic of the show is the one thing you'd change. Mm. So I think I may or should expand that to. The 12 things you change <laughs> coming up to the 12 days of Christmas. That oh, would be nice. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, I just... I, I think it's strange. I mean, it's a great moment, and obviously they're going to show it on NXT TV, which will be a really good thing to see. Um, Shinsuke winning the title back. It does make it a bit pointless him losing it in the first place to me yeah it's not been very long has it I mean come well, on no like well, it, Toronto wasn't that long ago because we're going to wrap Toronto up so we Toronto are. is the last time we did a fucking show so we need to uh, it's true it's true it was to, so good that we have to talk about it on this show yeah it even was, though it was a hundred years, years ago years now ago, yeah and TLC's tonight but yeah no it's, it's, it's a weird one for me because I don't when, when they first did it so when Finn dropped the title to Joe at a live event it made like 
the the news it was like holy shit like they've literally anything like this thing like they they keep saying anything can happen at a live event and the reason why they say that is because the live event attendances are dwindling but they're not dwindling for nxt nxt is quite strong considering the venues that they're going into they're not like you know twenty thousand seat arenas like wwe are trying to do for raw and smackdown live events and probably 205 Live now, and then probably fucking one, <laughs> 165 Live in <laughs> six months' time. But anyway, it's um, it's weird. It'll be a good moment. I if it was up to me, and this can be like my first one to my first my first thing because like topic of the show is going to be the one thing you change. You got loads of tweets, loads of people are giving their opinions. Yay. Thank you very much for Thank sticking you. with us. Um, I think they need to. The, the, uh, for me, because re- what I think they're trying to do is that the, when because the belts and the women's title belt and everything like that, they're, they're changing hands rapidly, so they're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Now, what their their PR spin will be? Um, these these competitors are so good, either one of them can win at any time, and that's a really good position to be in. However. With WWE, it's different because we know it's not real, guys. We know it's not real. That's not why we watch it. We watch it because we enjoy the athleticism. We enjoy the storylines. We enjoy their in-ring work. We enjoy it when they can suspend the disbelief. Now, the problem with passing the title between two people or three people very in quick succession, for me, is it decredits the title a little bit. Because there's always... Usually when somebody wins a title, then they get that push and they get that spotlight and they get that that time mm. to uh, be the champion so when Balor had it for so long in NXT for a year you know it, 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 he was the champion it's like oh my god here's the champion here's the champion um, when the title moves so quickly between people I think personally from a storyline point of view that's when you reset mm-hmm. so when somebody wins the belt that's when you reset and yeah they can carry on and they can and they can go and they can they can face each other again <laughs> but that's when you reset and that's when the champion gets the the spotlight. Yeah. Well, that's what they should do. But that's not what's been happening. And without going into too much detail, because we've got a few tweets about it as well, I think the the NXT one's not going to matter because we know NXT is a little bit more fast and loose. We know that's um, more interesting to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the women's title struggling because... It's going back and forth between them, and they're having fantastic matches. Let's not forget, oh, Raw, yeah. Sasha, Charlotte, Raw, fantastic backflip off the announce table, um, the bank statement through the guard, the, the like the rails that lead up from the arena, amazing, fantastic, mm-hmm. brilliant way to do it. But if it keeps happening, then you're not going to get that moment of the champion against the challenger. Yeah, it's more of wrestler versus wrestler because anybody could take it at any time. To focus on the women's belt for a second, yep. What do you what do you think their plan is with Bailey on this? Because it's going back and forth between Charlotte and Sasha. I think there's no way they're not going to have a Bailey WrestleMania moment. I'm not saying moment like a huge Daniel Bryan moment, although I think they should have done. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think they've missed the as time's passing. I think they're missing the boat on that now. I think it's a little bit too too soon. But I think Bailey's going to be in that main event of WrestleMania. I could be wrong, but what what do you what do you think they're going to do with the belt? Well, Triple threat. 
Well, see, this is what because I was I was actually I was chatting to some people on Twitter about it. Um, no holds barred bad podcast, and um, uh, Hugh Superman as well. I, I don't think I'm pronouncing his tagline right, but saying basically saying about like what you're gonna you know leading up to WrestleMania, what's it gonna be? Mm. I think they want Sasha versus Bailey three. That's what I think they want. Now it's hard to deny uh, Charlotte Flair mm. that spot because. You put her anywhere else, it becomes obsolete. And you can't have Charlotte being obsolete because she's too 100%. good of a worker. 100%. Too good of a worker. It's what we said on a show the other week. And sorry to interject there. I'll yeah. let, let you carry on. But it's... No. I want I want it to be Sasha Bailey again. But I just I just think you... It'd be... Cr- they can't... It's so unfair on Charlotte to deny her that just because you want to put this match on. But then it's like... It's it would be so good. I think when you add a third, fourth person in, the match is never as good. A singles yeah. match is just what you want, ideally. You know, you want it to just be one on one. It's amazing. But then I just think there's three of those people, you can't leave one of them out. I'm gutted Becky's yeah. not in that equation anymore, but hey Well Becky's it is got what it is. Becky what Becky needs to do is bring somebody with her to WrestleMania. So they have that match. They have that big time match. And um, well, I think Alexa's going to win the belt off Becky. What TLC? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think they're going to do a bit of back and forth between, between those two with the belt. Christ, yeah. No, I do. I think. I think the want because <laughs> everyone's responding really well to this to this rivalry. They said it's the best rivalry SmackDown's got. Yeah. Which I'd is agree. crazy, really, because I mean, I would never put Becky and Alexa Bliss together in a million years. Because I think the to it's not. I think in terms of like their personas and their acting and they're just two people i wouldn't put together i wouldn't never say that they would gel as competitors because i think alexa's so affected and she's so amdram and she's so like spiteful and becky's kind of just like a normal person so i don't know like i would never i think maybe like a alexa bliss with a sasha or even do you know what i mean would work better because i don't think i don't know i just don't I don't know. I don't. I, I can't really describe it. I just would never put those two together in a rivalry in a million mean. years. I just wouldn't. I know what you mean, but it's that's, working. That's why yeah. that you have two different shows. Yeah. So they can do that. I mean, obviously, we'll we'll get into two different shows in, in, mm-hmm. in, a, in a little bit. <laughs> um, excuse me. But yeah, I think for WrestleMania, I think Bailey, Sasha, and Charlotte. You can't look past them three. And I would like them to have that triple threat moment, and I'd like them to tear the house down. Yeah. The problem is, is like you said, they've missed the boat on the the Bailey moment. I think. I think if you're gonna, if you if you're gonna do that, she would have been getting held back from the moment she got on the roster. Yeah. Like the moment she she came up, they would they would have just been degrading her. And I think because Sasha's a face at the moment as well, it would have to be if they were gonna do it, it'd have to be Bailey against Charlotte. Yeah. And they could get away with it a month before because the vignettes mm. would be enough. True, that's but very true. I don't. Know, I I I think they've, if they wanted that moment where the Daniel Bryan esque yeah, moment that started a long yeah, like yeah. a year oh, yeah, yeah. before yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, sorry, I completely hijacked that. Know, but Shinsuke good. Joe, what's? Because I mean, we've we've not watched a ton of wrestling, so this is why I want to talk. Yeah, we've had no internet, so I want to talk news, really, more than I would usually give it time for. But, yeah, Shinsuke Joe, 
I mean, I want to get your thoughts on the future of these two because they keep doing... I mean, this. there's no way that's only the third time that's happened. And they've had matches in between on non-pay-per-views. But I, 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 I feel like they want to... I thought they wanted to put Shinsuke up, to be honest, in time for WrestleMania. I thought maybe even for Royal Rumble, it would be Shinsuke going up. Yeah. And that means Joe wins again <laughs> do you know what i mean at so some it's, point yeah, yeah yeah so it's a bit like so they'll have to do it again for their next one but i think it's maybe even too late for that now for nxt right are they gonna have a december uh, well, pay-per-view or or is, are they maybe, done maybe for... yeah they'll have they'll, they'll have something before they'll have a, they'll have a royal rumble one i think i don't think okay. they, they may not have a december one well, they definitely won't have a December one because we would have known about it now. But they'll have a Royal Rumble one. Royal Rumble mm. weekend, they'll have NXT as part of the three of um, NXT, the pay-per-view, and then Raw afterwards. They'll, they'll do that for the big four now. Yeah. Because um, it just makes perfect business sense because you're selling out an arena again. Mm. You know, for the, probably the same amount of money that you sold it out for SummerSlam or yeah. for Survivor Series. You know, it's it's going to be the dollar-dollar. That's what they're looking at at the ground level. To take then, if because our wrap up will be quite quick. So to take Shinsuke and Joe out of it, as far as takeover Toronto Toronto goes, you've got to say Shinsuke and Joe was the weakest part of the show. Yeah, for I'd me, agree with that, just for me. Now that is is saying something. That's like, that's telling you that shouldn't be like saying oh that that was a shit match because it wasn't remotely. No, it was it was a great match, but the rest of the card was glorious. <laughs> but they needed a stipulation on it. Now, I think it's personally think um, Shinsuke winning it back in Osaka is a mistake. They should have done it on the Royal Rumble um, takeover. They the main event with a stipulation, and the stipulation I'm leaning to is Hell in the Cell because a cage match they did it with Balor and Joe. They've yep. already done it. Hell in the Cell or some sort of hardcore match or something like that where they can finalise the rivalry. Because it is the thing that we love about NXT so much is how how different it is and how quick Mm. it changes. As soon as one person goes up, that means it has a knock-on effect on the five matches that are going to be on TakeOver as soon as people go up. So that's what I think of that, to be honest. Would you agree? Yeah, no, I do. I do completely agree. Completely agree. I'm kind of like... It's made me that them having that other match that they've just had. No, the the pay per view match. Sorry, has made me kind of stop wondering who's going up in a way. Because I think that's a good point. Yeah, it's made me stop asking that question. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or what. But before then, I was like, okay, they'll they're definitely going up. That's definitely happening. And now I'm like, do you know what? I just think they're going to carry this on for a few months more or maybe six months or whatever and like i think they do need a stipulation (coughs) i agree completely agree with you but now i'm thinking are they wanting to rush anybody up to the main show because i thought shinsuke they would because i mean he's not old but he's money he's he's money and i think he will do well on the main roster 100 percent. like it goes he's got to go straight in as champion and that's that's the end of that imagine like (laughs) him and balor though when balor's back on on the main do you know what i mean jesus it's 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 just incredible the thought of it is just insane but now i'm like i don't think they are in a rush 
I just don't think they're bothering. And they could easily because when it comes to the men on NXT, they've got some monsters. Yeah, yeah. So Joe and Nakamura can just go. Could and go, yeah. And he, and it's fine. Yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely fine. fine. They've got so much talent there when it comes to the men that it's that they're sorted. But I don't think they're in a rush. I think they're no. happy to keep playing this out. And he doesn't, to, to be honest, the whole like in a rush thing if we were to if we were to to sum up WWE mm. in a word over the last couple of years it's rushed yes because that's what that's kind of the way they were doing it it was month long feuds it was bring back a part timer the part timer has all the tv time for 3 weeks and then fucks off again so then the rest of them can have another go mm. like your Dolph Ziggler's and your Miz's and stuff before this is before like the brand split um then the part-timers come back and it's another month-long feud. Yeah. And you're trying to invest in something in a month which is never going to happen. I, I think with Nakamura, uh, just leave him. Leave him till next WrestleMania. That's when he... That's, or maybe the roar after next WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, that's when he debuts. When you say next WrestleMania... Not the one coming up, the one after. The one after, yeah, okay. Yeah, because can you imagine that? Like, he, he's, he's had that huge long run. Mm-hmm with amazing matches against all these guys. He should face them all. He should face Rude, Ares, uh, Ty Dillinger should be in there at some point. Because the, the thing with that is, the reason why NXT is in such good shape is because Balor had matches against them all. Yeah. And it left him into good, in a good place because Nakamura went over Balor in his last match with him. And that that's how it worked. So that's why Nakamura's so big and that's mm. why Joe's so big there. I mean, Joe would have been anyway because he's Samoa Joe. And Nakamura's Nakamura, so they're going to be that big anyway. But it just puts them over that a little bit more if they clean out a division and then go up. Mm. When I say clean out the division, I don't mean beat everyone and then go up, but I mean face everybody on the roster as as much as you can within yeah. a six month period. So then they all, then you know, Ty Dillinger, he was this close to beating Nakamura, and Nakamura's now gone up, so Ty Dillinger's your next guy, or Rude's your next guy, or that's yeah. what I think. That's what I think. No, it's good. Right, I'm going to move on anyway to the next news. Hang on, I'm just going to put my glass of wine down. I can't do two things at once. Wait there. It's very precarious sitting like this yeah, without I was, a table. I was looking from, from all the way over here. Jesus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> across like, the room. So romantic. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> so, Stephanie McMahon says Vince McMahon received death threats after he bought WWE. So, in what? an interview for Fortune's Most Powerful Women Next Gen Summit on Wednesday, WWE Chief Brand Officer Stephanie McMahon detailed death threats her father, Vince McMahon, received after taking over the company. Now, what I've not included here is that they took place in a hotel room. What, <laughs> the death threats? The death threats, yeah, some dude. So I've not heard this. This is so Stephanie's quote. Detail, yeah, Stephanie's quote. He was invading their territories and getting better television coverage. He thought he had the better products, and ultimately he did, and they didn't take too kindly to that. He told me a great story about a threat from a notorious gangster and being in this room, this old hotel with the dark wooden panel walls and this big oversized man with a very unattractive face. He was threatening my dad's life. and My dad was willing to stand up to him and all these different people to make his dreams come true. That's all Stephanie said on that. Fuck knows how that shit went down. <laughs> I think we can... <laughs> so funny. I, I think we can safely assume that that happened. Because <laughs> nobody's Absolutely. fucked with Vinnie Mac. Nobody. I think that guy could probably talk his way out of anything on this earth. Anything. I'm not saying he's soft. But no, I, I no, think no. he would get physical. But I don't I mean, think definitely. he'd ever have to in his life. Because I think he could... He could 
this guy has like come from nothing. I mean, yeah. not not you know he's he, yeah, but, well, but he he's not park, he, yeah, he's but he's younger. not like yeah. he's not a rich guy. That's why he says by his own admission he's not very good at these functions where yeah. it's full of rich people. Um, he's just very shy and quite reserved. But yeah. I just think that there's something about that working class hero. I think when you give a working class person money, Jesus, <laughs> you ain't taking shit away fuck from them. me. I think when you're um. When someone's like grown up with that, you, you kind of have to learn to have the gift of the gab to get, you know, to get where you want to go in life and you know, yeah. if you want to make yourself better. And I think that, Christ, I just can't even imagine how good Vince McMahon is in a situation like that. Oh, I bet he fucking, I bet he verbally undressed the, the prick. I bet there's so <laughs> many situations though where like he's really screwed over wrestlers. Oh, oh totally. Screwed him over and they've gone to him so mad and then he's talked to them and they've ended up apologising oh, yeah, to yeah, him. Totally. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm just as shit as I am, Vince. I deserve it. I just imagine that he's very, very, very good at manipulating in the best possible sense any situation to his advantage. Yeah, and and let's let's be honest, like that motherfucker will will collect death threats like he casts his checks. (laughs) (laughs) He'll have one a week. One hundred percent. He won't give a flying fuck. He won't give a flying fuck. I bet you any money. And obviously, we weren't there. We don't know. And Stephanie wasn't there, and she doesn't know. So she's just going off a story her dad told her, which, with for all t- you know, for all purposes, could be fucking complete shit. It could be a man with a very unattractive face. Oh, she's going. <laughs> she's going into detail. That's very she's bizarre, isn't big, it? Big time details. Probably when Chris, uh, when um, Vince was pissed at Christmas <laughs> one year, and he's like, "I saw this fucking guy. He comes in, unattractive <laughs> face, starts giving me shit." <laughs> Starts giving Vince McMahon shit. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, I bet you just thought. I bet. I bet you any money. Like uh, from all the stories you hear about Vince, and like you know, ninety percent of them are not going to be true. I bet you stood up and just started laughing when get the fuck out of my get, get the fuck out of my hotel. Oh, who's room. the gangster with? The gangsters obviously with a rival wrestling for more or like wheel of fortune or something some, like some, some rival wheel TV. of fortune some rival tv show imagine that some guy walks and he goes vince you better, you better sit yourself down I, i'm here and i uh i represent wheel of fortune i'm here for abc why are you talking like you're donald uh, trump because that's because that's probably how they met it's a beautiful wall <laughs> Oh, we'll have, have we done a show since Trumpy Listen, got Listen, I I have been dying to just jump in on this Vince McMahon thing because I think now is probably the time. In a tongue in cheek manner, let's let's go there. Of thoughts on, on this particular thing. I'd like thoughts from you on the fact of WWE. I mean, let's let's be frank. Despite what anyone thinks, despite where anyone's political leanings are, WWE pro Trump. You know, it's Vince's it's Vince's friend. Linda's going to be on the, you know, there's rumours of Linda working yeah, with Trump. Is she, though? He's in the fucking Hall of Fame. I'm not saying they're pro-Trump, as in they've, they've never once banged the Did drum about no. this. They obviously stay out of it because they're a brand. They don't want to be associated with it. But, like, wh- what what do you think the, the mood is? The <laughs> like, mood? Yeah. I'll tell you exactly <laughs> what the mood is. They had the same crisis meeting. The same crisis meeting with the same people around that fucking table when he started running as they did when Hogan, the Hogan shit went down. <laughs> and they went, oh, we're fucked now. <laughs> this is going to be everywhere. Hall of Famer in the, in the fucking White House. Like the only Hall of Famer that you don't want in the White House makes it there. 
the only one, and it's Donald Trump. I bet Vince like rang him up and said, "Donald, congratulations. Um, you know, great, great job. You did really well. Did really well. Nobody thought you were going to win." I've got this guy who does a podcast uh, called Andy who actually won quite a lot of money on that. <laughs> you did um, win, win lots of money on betting that. Betting against humanity. It's, just, <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite a new feeling for me. Um, but please, don't mention you're a WWE Hall of Famer. Please don't mention that. I think he, I think Donald Trump must must wear his Hall of Fame ring on every television appearance. <laughs> like oh, no, that would be funny. <laughs> Starts that wearing be funny. that. But I just find the, you know, the Trump thing in itself is is what it is but the f- I, I often forget the wwe connection because i didn't watch it when trump was getting involved and he was getting in there and he got when, fucking he, clothesline- when he clotheslined <laughs> vince <laughs> you see what i mean <laughs> i don't I, d- I see on reruns i wasn't watching yeah, it at that yeah. point at yeah. all i just wasn't I, there unfortunately i was but it's like <laughs> i know what you i just think it's unbelievable that they they obviously n- how they must never as everyone in the world Never thought that Trump would end up no. becoming president of the United States when when they were letting him get stunned and. Fucking... Can you imagine Austin now? <laughs> yeah, he's like. I, I, I stunned, stunned the, president. the president of the United States. <laughs> I mean, I'm we're laughing just... about it, but for quite a lot of people, it's quite a heinous thing that he's got in. No, but, but it, it but it's it's shit. it's one hundred percent. I don't. I personally don't. I don't think he should have done. But Oops. I understand why he did, and I get it, and I understand. So I'm not going to chastise no. anyone. No, no. We, we've had this discussion. Yeah. yeah People yeah. vote for who they vote for. It's yeah. their choice. Yeah. And it's all for a reason. But yeah, I mean, I just think it's hilarious. The WWE connection is so funny. Yeah, but they had the same crisis meeting. So but Triple H was there. Steph was there. <laughs> Vince was there. Fucking. They, dra- <laughs> they dragged out all the old guards. <laughs> Fucking the Fink was there. Like, what the fuck are we going to do? That's so funny. Because I feel like if he would have been a popular candidate in the media's eyes... Oh, they would have been all over They would have been completely, like, I bet they had best it. of luck to us. I bet, I bet they had a team of 12 people. I bet 12 at least. They had a team of 12 people <laughs> working on it. And then he started saying some racist shit. <laughs> and then he started saying he'd be grabbing people by the pussy. And all 12 of them got laid off. Oh my god, it's just so funny. Yeah. I just, I, I do, I do. I, unfortunately, as horrendous as this sounds, he's president. It is what it is. It's four years. Nothing anyone can do about it. So let's just find the WWE connection. Really funny. Yeah. Let's re, let's rewatch those. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we are. I think we're we should gonna... have. If you type in Trump on the network, does it come up with all his best bits? His best bits. He's, he's only been a few times. Yeah, but I mean, I um, want to see like every appearance and the Hall of Fame. Oh, fuck the Hall of Fame speech, shit. Yeah, he got booed, was... didn't he? Didn't yeah, he get he booed? Got booed? Yeah, he got booed. At the but Hall I think Fame. a lot of celebs do, don't they? Yeah. Well, he got he got booed on the. Um, if I remember rightly, do correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone it was WrestleMania 29, I think was hair versus hair. Uh, it was Trump versus Vince hair versus hair match. 29. WrestleMania 29, I think. Really? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it was earlier than that because yeah, 30 Matt, was the Daniel, th- Bryan, Daniel one. Bryan And I think I was watching 29. I'm pretty sure I watched 29. Um, I've definitely not seen Trump while I'm I've been a while I've been a res, you know revived fan. I'm trying to think which one it is. What, what was 29 then? I have no idea. Jesus Christ. This is not my, good. My memory's awful. Please don't ask me anything. Encyclopedia for me. It's maybe 28. It was. It would have been before I was watching it again, for sure. Well, that's the good thing about being sit on the floor. Um, you and I can I see can, you scrolling to that network I can get all right the now. WWE network right now. 
Uh, but yeah, as far as Trump goes, last word, they'll try and get as far away from that fucking sack of shit as they can. Uh, Vince being involved with gangsters, he probably is now. <laughs> yeah, I imagine he is. He probably is I now. like to think he is, if I'm being honest. Not that he'll, I want to glamorise that, that. He'll run that shit. He'll run him. He'll run him. He'll run them all. I think There's a reason why Conor McGregor does the billionaire walk. I think There's he's Conor McGregor's dad. Just point what? it out there. <laughs> what? Yeah, so he's WrestleMania 23, 29. What the fuck was, was, say, was like, I on about? Seriously, seriously. This, this orange zero drinks got into my head. Oh yeah, God. WrestleMania t- 23, billionaire versus billionaire hair versus hair. The ECW champion Bobby Lashley against the Intercontinental champion Umaga. Uh, hilarious, absolutely hilarious. Uh, yeah, where were we? Where were we? Um, I need to get the next piece of news up. Hang on, you'd think I'd be prepared, but I, I, I'm not. Um, right. Wait there, wait there, wait there. I'm going to definitely get this. It's because I'm juggling this fucking glass of wine. Hang on. <laughs> like, if you could see me, it's a joke. Right, wait. Just take a picture and swing No, it. don't take a picture of me. Jesus. <laughs> right, okay. So, so I've got an update on Tyson Kidd, but it's not the update okay. that you could maybe want to hear. Oh, shit. It's because it's, it's nothing to do with his injury. However, it's a really strange development that I thought was worth mentioning in the news. So, there's been a WWE directive for Total Divas to completely exclude him from every scene what? in Total Divas. So, as th- and these aren't my words. I'm just going to read a news story here. So, as many of you know by now, Tyson Kidd is not featured on the current season of Total Divas. It's funny because the show tries to portray that they are covering the real-life parts of wrestlers' lives. Obviously, there's a lot of scripting involved with the show kid noted on twitter last week that he was taken off the show and fans would have to contact him to find out why he also noticed noted sorry that he doesn't think wwe wants his situation explained and that was pretty much his tweet verbatim he was like he, he said wwe don't want to don't want to explain my situation so they've asked for him to not be included in any scene for total divas which is crazy because it's a separate thing yep and hence why suspended wrestlers are allowed on it. Yeah. So I don't understand how WWE are dictating that he not be appearing on it at all. And what the hell's going on? And what he's been very cryptic of like, I think I read that wrong of saying that you have to contact him to find out. But I think he's saying you'll have to ask WWE as to why I'm not allowed to be on Total Divas anymore. Right. But obviously Natalia is and she's still working for the company and all's fine. But I just find it really strange because the guy got injured. But it now makes me wonder whether or not he's filing a lawsuit or some law thing involved Maybe, in it. Maybe, yeah. And they're just like, you can't be on anything that's associated with WWE if you're bringing legal action against us. Because apparently, you may know this, but I was reading it for the first time this week. I obviously knew how he got injured and it yeah. was Samoa Joe. But I yeah. didn't know the match got thrown together last minute because they did they didn't even have them rehearse. They just said to them backstage, you guys need to go and do this match. Right. And it makes me wonder whether he's suing them for because it. Because of it. Yeah. But I could be totally Maybe. wrong there. I just can't think of any other reason why they would say to the E-Network, don't include him on any of your stuff. Because it would only be a legal thing for me. I it's, don't know. It's super weird. It's super so weird. weird. And it, uh, what's even weirder is that he's come out and said that as well. Mm. Because cause if, it, if it wasn't, then they wouldn't... Um, they wouldn't... Uh, it's, it's like all, all the people that seem to have a beef with WWE at the moment, like whether it's past wrestlers or wrestlers that um, are currently on the roster, 
or or injured or suspended or whatever, they always post like fucking twelve year old girls, mm-hmm. like these cryptic messages that are like, it's like people going through a bad breakup when they're in high school. It's like, come on, guys, yeah. you're all adults. What the fuck is going on? I think it's. I think the reason for that is that WWE has such a monopoly on what you can and can't say that when a wrestler gets silenced, they end up looking like some kind of guilty party. And a lot of the time, I think they are. So, I, I, you know, I think that Paige obviously wanted medicinal marijuana for a neck. And yeah. she couldn't. And in the state that WWE is registered or whatever and that their headquarters are, it ain't legal. I could be totally wrong there. I'm talk- I might be talking out my ass, but I'm going to guess yeah, that yeah. that's well, the we case. Can speculate. Yeah. And they said, it's an, they, she's been banned for an illegal substance yeah. and she's going, I'm in pain. So I'm putting two yeah, and two yeah, together. Yeah. yeah, I think that's quite a safe thing to yeah. say, yeah. So she's in in the wrong there. However, she came out and was a bit of a child about it yeah. because she was thinking, you're making me look worse here because people are thinking, I'm on coke, I'm on this, I'm on yeah. that. Yeah, but so they she only, wants they to come only out came and say out, something. Yeah. They only came out and said that, though, because she was giving them shit. Yeah, that's true. And because the whole family took to talk to like the daily mail and the daily <laughs> star like star you know and just good old just, star oh, fucking daily star ruining psx for me you motherfuckers oh, no. um, anyway the, uh, the, the uh, wwe only say stuff when the when they're backed into a corner mm-hmm. and they're a fucking huge company so you're never gonna win so just shut up I obviously know. something's going on just shut up and keep it going but yeah but the thing with tyson kid like if he's if he's giving him legal action then because maybe he can't wrestle again i think that's i think it's safe to say that that's the situation he's in because he very nearly was disabled and i don't think he can i think that's what this i can't i could be very wrong but this article i was reading was basically saying that he couldn't ever again right so i imagine he's probably going to sue for loss of earnings if they're not paying him. Yeah, they, they should be still paying him because it was, you know, whatever happens in that ring is WWE's responsibility. Of course, And it's yeah. not Joe's fault. Like, you know, obviously it was a botched move. It was a it's a muscle buster that did it. Yeah. But, like, how many people have took the muscle buster fine? Mm. It's like with AJ, when AJ was, like, breaking all those dudes' necks oh, on the indies doing, this, doing the stars classes because they didn't know how to take it and they mm. were doing it wrong. Well, that's the whole point, I, I imagine, of this, of perhaps Tyson Kidd's never wrestled Joe before and they yeah. go, you guys are wrestling, and he's like, okay, I'm not entirely comfortable with this. And then yeah. he gets a life-changing injury that he can, means yeah. he can't work again. So yeah. you can imagine any lawyer in this country would be would be saying and advising him and saying, listen, you're in a really good place here because they haven't got a leg to stand on because they threw you in no. that match. You felt like you couldn't say no. You did it and you got injured and you knew it was wrong. Yeah. So you could probably got some mileage in this. Yeah, probably, yeah. But I, I could I be, again, talking out my ass, but I it's so weird. The, the network would be remotely arsed, but anyway, total viewers is a waste of time. Anyway, exactly, so. but I just thought it was I interesting. I can't see... And yeah. As well, I can't see many people being up in arms by the fact that Tyson Kidd's not on that show. Because people who are watching it aren't watching it for Tyson Kidd. They're watching it for the Bellas or whatever. No, no, that's very true. However, Tyson Kidd has said publicly that that has changed his career, that show. In what way? I don't... Well, I mean, or? I when he said it in an interview, I was like, piss off Tyson Kidd. Go, just fucking wrestle wrestle on a decent show and then then he did to be fair he went back to NXT and did the best work that I'd seen yeah um but he said at one point you know 
that Total Divas had transformed his career in terms of people know who he was. And I think if obviously from a fame point of view, not from a real wrestling yeah, point of no. view, but the fact that people knew who he was. I mean, at one point he was wrestling with fucking pictures of cats on yeah. his fucking knee pads and yeah, shit. Yeah. And it was like, which I found a bit tragic, to be honest. But if yeah, that's totally. the way it's going to go, then, you know, if that's what makes you money and makes you famous, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the less said about Total Divas. I know. <laughs> Listen, I have the full card for tonight's TLC. If you want to quickly run through that, yeah, we can do that now. Yeah, is that is that the end of your news? Second? It is. Yeah. Well, yes. No, I d- I did have um, WWE bought a former developmental territory library. I can't remember what they're called. I struggled getting this piece of news to actually work. Right. Okay. I can't remember what they're called, but that was my last piece of news, and it didn't work. So oh, now okay. I'm onto the. Want to see our secret? Oh, but yeah. I do have a few bits of tiny news. Go. So Eva Marie's coming back very soon. Paige Ask. is on her last week Ask. of suspension. Bailey's engaged. Bailey's engaged. Bailey's engaged well, to be married. Good for you, Bailey. Yeah. So she's inspired by Sasha Ovs. <laughs> um I Cena, I think, is coming back soon. Cena's presenting SNL live next week. Is he? He is. Fucking hell. Um we we know The Rock is the voted the sexiest man alive. Is <laughs> a Moana film or whatever it's called is doing absolutely exceptionally well. Um, I've got a few pieces of news. I think that might be it. Actually, I think that might be it. I think yeah. um, there's obviously still quite a lot of discussion around um, Goldberg and what's next, which we may talk about later. What's next? What's next? Everybody's next. Yeah, um, and as I said earlier, there's um, a lot of complimentary notes and articles on the Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss rivalry, which is cool. Yeah, that's really cool. So those are me tiny bits of news that I didn't think were worth big pieces, so I just yeah. thought they were worth well, it. Do you want to quickly run, run in uh, Survivor Series and NXT TakeOver? And then do the TLC then card? Do TLC, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So NXT TakeOver. Do you have Toronto. this committed to memory? Because I'm, I'm go, impressed yeah, most of it, if most you of do. It. Wow. Uh, I'll just go for the best, best bits. Uh, he has no notes. Ty Dillinger and Bobby Roode. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was fantastic. Do you know what made this for me? What? Bobby. The, oh, yeah, the lead yeah. up to yeah, it yeah, was yeah. just incredible. Yeah. It was so good. And it was such a good match. Yeah, no, totally. It was fantastic. I think both guys did amazing. It was just perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect. Rude was always going over. Rude was always going over. Yep. Um, then DIY... DIY winning the tag team title. Amazing. Pro- probably one of the greatest tag team matches Amazing. I've ever seen. Two out of three falls. It was unbelievable. I wasn't sure, you know. I really wasn't sure that they were going to do it. I wanted them to oh, so yeah, yeah. badly. Yeah. But well, it was just amazing when they did. Honestly, Matt, we said it, we said it on the, the, the reaction videos that we put on YouTube as well. And yeah, we only did TakeOver because of internet issues and all sorts of stuff. Mm. Um, but the revival are fantastic. They are fantastic. There's a reason why every single takeover, their tag team title matches are unbelievable. Because they're so good. They're they so are. good. And the two out of three falls thing was just absolutely brilliant. And I thought it stole the show completely. Um, other than that, it was TM61 against the Authors of Pain <laughs> with the weird so Paul Elring up in the cage above yeah, the ring. Yeah, so funny. Dropping chains down, motherfucker. <laughs> like a boss, but then, you know, the Authors of Pain won it. I thought the crowd were a bit off with that one. That was the only match that they weren't really into. I thought Asker and Mickey James was brilliant. It was very, very good. Um, loved that. 
I liked that actually. Yeah. I didn't yeah. start with I was a bit meh, but yeah. then I, I said on our reaction video that we did that I thought that it was the most one of the most engaged times I've seen Asuka wrestle and the time where she looks like she actually has some chemistry with someone in the ring. Because yeah. she's amazing, she's great, and she has had some amazing matches, but I think she's been missing someone who's been able to really go go toe-to-toe with her. Yeah. And I think Bailey could, but Bailey was passing through, and yeah, it was very yeah, yeah. quick, and they didn't want to build any massive real rivalry with that. No, they didn't give it And give the other people on NXT, I just don't think can stand up to her that much no, at the moment. absolutely so. not, absolutely not. And the thing is as well, probably with Asuka, is because Asuka was was probably ring general in like a lot of the the other people that she wrestles so mm. it's the, you know it's, that takes a lot out of the the character side of it because you're having to say okay now we're doing this now we're doing that this then that then mm-hmm. this then that or maybe there's a language barrier so the other person has to be the general who knows but against mickey james the, it was it was flawless absolutely flawless then you got the main event shinsuke and joe liked the match the finish was great I thought there needs to be a stipulation that would have put that would have put just put the cherry on the top of the cake for me on that one. <clears throat> so in Survivor Series, I thought Survivor Series was great. I did. And then we got the main event. <laughs> now I've actually. Oh dear me! I actually tweeted at the time to get some um, thoughts. So we've got shitloads of... Um, uh, see, now, I'd be interested to hear this because I felt like we were in the minority that we didn't particularly think it was that great. We are. Hugely. I imagine we're hugely in the minority of that. Uh, where are we at? Scroll through some of these. Because we've got quite a few uh, on the other one here as well. Yeah, so while I'm finding them, I didn't think it was it was it was bad per se but yeah let's um let's let's uh get some people's thoughts on it i didn't care for it i'm just putting it out there sorry and i'm only saying that to phil's time because it's all gone a bit quiet on your end darling (laughs) i'm just trying to find some tweets uh Okay, um, so at Melo Martino, we said, what do you think about the Survivor Series ended? I hated it. <coughs> I mean, t- two part-timers getting paid millions by doing a two-minute squash match. At Alex underscore Jamie, I thought, thought Summer Slam, uh, Summer Slam, Survivor Series was <laughs> awesome. Uh, all three team matches were great. Uh, main one lasted, the main Survivor Series team one lasted an hour. How do you beat that? Then Goldberg gets it done in two minutes. Weird face. Um, Craig <laughs> Messi thought it was a bit of a shock, but it's going to build as he's in the rumble. Uh, I think it was cut short because of the injury to Shane on the uh, the other side of it. Okay, yeah. But, but they kind of got Shane out the ring pretty quick there. So They did? I don't know if it was. Uh, At Debris 99 said, not, not a surprise. Typical Goldberg match, short and sweet. One one, uh, the Mania 20 redo. Uh, hopefully that nostalgia train's over. Unfortunately, it's not. <laughs> Uh, at Carl Gack, Sean Z, exactly what I needed. Don't care for either man, though, to be honest. Um, at Generic Handle said it was great. Turned a mare into a wow. I think a lot of talk of it burying the entire roster is bollocks. Nothing's changed at all. Do completely agree with that. At Heel Entrevida says, at the moment, it doesn't make sense to me. Curious to see what the end game is here. Side note, Goldberg looked gassed. At DJM underscore one, who's an absolutely phenomenal human being, so go and follow him. Um, said, can't have a worse match if they don't have a match at all. 
Uh, at Hugh Tran Superman said, totally surprised. I think WWE is too predictable. Think again, bitches. I thought the entire show was great top to bottom. And besides, the Miz match, I think, was the only one I predicted wrong in the whole show. Um, and at Game Banter said, how'd you get Goldberg over in 2016? The same way you did in 1997. <laughs> Have him squash a motherfucker. <laughs> Perfect booking, if you ask me. Uh, at Lee Price, 1989, said Goldberg can't do long matches. If you're booking Goldberg, you need to book him like this. Shocked Lesnar agreed to it, though. Mm, me too. Um, and at Wraith Squatch, 21. God, we did have a load on this. <laughs> um, it just feels like wasted my time invested in the characters just to have them crapped on. Didn't care who won, but two minutes. What? Uh, at Jersey Boy, 19. At least you changed it. 22, 71, 1971, I think it still is. My phone's messing up a bit there. Uh, loved every second of it. Lesnar on the wronging of a shocking outcome for once. So, that's what you guys thought of it all that long time ago. And it's a mixed bag, and it's hard to disagree with any of it. Um, I think if you're gonna, if you want to put put Goldberg over, yeah, exactly what Game Banter said, exactly what a few people have said. You do it the same way that you used to do it. You just squash somebody. It was totally shocking. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe like Lesnar agreed to that. Like I just don't know why. But obviously he doesn't care because he's just there to get paid. I think two minutes was a bit much for me. I would have liked it to have gone a little bit longer. Maybe a little bit more drama involved because I think the the whole bit where you know Lesnar picked him up and put him in the corner and he just pushed him over was a bit childish. <laughs> you know, it wasn't particularly... And then what was even worse when he got his son in oh my god that was embarrassing off. i was like and but the son was just like just blatantly <sighs> didn't want to be there but god. he had his shirt off for some reason that was um, just awful <laughs> yeah I, I don't know what the, i mean it was, it was one of those moments where i think me and you were sat watching it just going what but that was that in itself is a really good thing but i do i understand quite a lot of the arguments i understand it does put goldberg over if you're asked about goldberg then this is a good move I understand the thing about these guys getting paid millions to do something and they're not really putting on a show. They're going out there and phoning it in because that's what they did. They phoned it in because they can't do it. Like I said, in the entire fucking lead up to this thing, did. WrestleMania 20 was awful. Everybody remembers that when they were banging chests and Austin was in the ring like, what the hell are you doing, boys? <laughs> and in the end, like, it finished with Lesnar flipping off the crowd. So <laughs> I obviously didn't Awful. want to repeat of that, but yeah, it was what it was. I thought the rest of I thought the rest of the card was fantastic, and I thought they did really well. That sort of I mean you wonder, I mean we take the piss out of Raw lots for oh we're ending with a six man tag and <laughs> you know but it is quite exciting when you have got a lot of people in the ring. It is but it's quite an exciting thing, and I thought the way they ended it was very good. Bray going over with Orton was very good. Awesome. I think that's the first time we've seen Bray go over in a pay-per-view setting ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know? Uh, yeah, no, I would. I think that is fact. Yeah, yeah. Tyson Kidd. Fact. 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 Um, so, yeah, that was my thoughts. That's my thoughts on it. Um, what about um, you? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not dissimilar to you. I think that it's... Um, yeah, it was it was it was very bizarre, but I think it's on course with a lot of what they're doing at the moment. I think they're doing a lot of fast, shocking shit, and they're, you know, they're changing the titles willy nilly. I think that they want to make it a little bit more thrilling and a bit less predictable. I think they're giving that a damn good go anyway, and they wanted that to be a quite thrilling because nobody thought that that was going to happen. 
I'm surprised Lesnar agreed to it. And I think the only reason, and this is only my opinion, Lesnar agreed to it is that his comeuppance, he'll have it. Do you know what I mean? I think that he knows that the next time, if there is a next time, it'll just, it'll be his, it'll be his match. And that'll be the end of Goldberg. Goldberg will retire. And I think that could happen. Maybe Royal, I don't know, Royal Rumble, they might have another match. No, no, they're both in the Royal Rumble match. They're in the Royal Rumble yeah, match, yeah. okay. But, I see, I don't think that the they Royal should Rumble have match. a WrestleMania match. Although, if Goldberg's retiring, which I think he will, I think it will be a Lesnar-Goldberg, and I think Lesnar will absolutely dominate it. I don't think he'll make Goldberg look stupid, like Goldberg made Lesnar look stupid, but I think the whole discussion with Lesnar is, okay, we want this crazy match where you get beat really fast. But then again, if they if they're both in the Royal Rumble, then do you what, reckon one of them happen? is likely to win? No, that? no, I I can't see that. I hope that's not what's going to happen. But then that kind of leads itself to Lesnar versus Owens, which they've been said that True. they want to do. To me, what's going to happen is they're both going to cost at each other. Okay. So they'll both be in the Royal Rumble match, but they'll like as soon as like you know Goldberg will come in, clear the fucking ring. Like, whoever's in there, the 10 people that are in there at that time mm. will all get cleared out. Then Lesnar will come in straight away afterwards. So, like, Goldberg will clear the ring, then Lesnar will be the next one out, then them two will fight. Yeah. I'm guessing Goldberg will put Lesnar over the top rope, then go, then Lesnar will just get straight back in and throw him over, and then they'll be brawling on the outside, mm. and that'll set up your WrestleMania match, because that's money. Yeah. That's money. Like, that's the way you do it. But, again, another shit WrestleMania match from Lesnar and, uh, and Unfortunate will be at this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, the um, yeah, that's what I think will happen. And I think Le- um, Goldberg will get a Hall of Fame this year. He'll be the yeah. one the one in the, the, the main slot of the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I think. But if he's got so. a WrestleMania match, is that a thing? Because yeah, he'll Flair get a Hall did. of Fame the night, the night, like two nights before. Yeah, Flair did. Okay. No fair dues. When he, when he was wrestling at 24, see, I do know WrestleManias. <laughs> um, when he was wrestling at 24, he had that, he got inducted into Hall of Fame the night before and mm. then got retired that night. So I think that's, that, that'll be a similar scenario there. Yeah. We'll do the same sort of thing. I completely agree. Well, no, I do, I do agree. I think it's interesting that they tried something a little bit different and the fact that they did have, see, I think what, is disappointing is the fact that their last WrestleMania match was so shit that then doing this was a bit of a cop out of like you guys still can't go. Yeah. So then yeah. you've got you. It's a, it's, yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah, people like us who have very low expectations of it anyway. I don't think we got caught up in the excitement of it. I think we just thought, well, that just proves that these guys can't wrestle together. So, whereas people who maybe haven't seen that, have forgotten it, chose not to acknowledge it, and a lot of people did. No, you know, they yeah, seem yeah, to have selective memory of, of the, you know, the res- wrestling fans seem to really forget that. And that's cool because it, it shows that memories are short and that yeah. works. But, yeah, I think if you knew of that match and you were like, God, the last match was shit, and then this one ended as it did, it's like, well, this just proves these guys can't do it yeah I, I do agree with that and that is my view to be honest mm. i think that particular view is a bit much i think to say oh, like these two can't go that's why they had a short match 
you know, it's probably the reason why, but it's a bit harsh to say it that. It is, it is but, harsh. But I, but I think that's true because the last one was awful. Like, I, I encourage anybody to go back and watch it and try and get excited for another match between them. Like, yeah. And I was, I was saying it all in the lead up to it, but hey, it'll be, it'll be a spectacle. If they do something at the Royal Rumble like that, it'll yeah. be another moment. They'll have another moment where they're brawling and all the, the fucking um, the bat comes out and breaks them up like they did with Undertaker. They'll have all that. So it'll be a spectacle. Spectacle. It'll be a moment. Goldberg's a big deal to a lot of people. He's not to yeah. me, but he is to a lot of people. So it'll be a, it'll be a nice moment to see, nice moment to witness if that's what the way they're going to go it, if they're going to go out, if that's the way he wants to go out. If he wants to go out with... Lesnar's probably the perfect opponent to go out with because... He can't go against a wrestler because he's not a wrestler. Yeah. Like, he is a wrestler, but he's not a wrestler. He spares people and he jackhammers them. Like, he doesn't, like, do a fucking crazy wrist lock into a into a hurricanrana. You know, he's he's, ne- he's never going to do that, and he's never he's never been told to do that. Mm. So that's unfair to assume that he's going to be able to. But the slight bit of ring psychology, slight bit of showmanship is what makes a match. Unfortunately, he can't do it. Lesnar's had a lot of good matches. But he's been in there with somebody like Triple H. He's been in there with someone like Undertaker, who's probably been telling him what to do. Yeah. So, yeah. But but it'll be a spectacle. It'll be one of those things, and I'll, we'll enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I think we will. And plus, it frees up. This sounds really harsh. But sometimes, you know, when you know that someone who you like or whatever's going against Lesnar, you know that they're probably going to lose. Yeah. So it's good to have Lesnar concentrated on Goldberg to free up the guys you like to have a chance of having a match that's quite a little bit more interesting and maybe a bit less one-sided so you know Lesnar Lesnar friggin Wyatt you know you're pretty sure that Lesnar's gonna win it so if that's Ambrose last year Ambrose was probably at the height of his lunatic fringe of course yeah and it's dropped off a little bit I think well, it's it was since he was the champ. Since. He shouldn't have been the champ. He, he, the, the, we've yeah. said this many times. They played that wrong. But um, do you want to go through TLC card? Excellent. Let's do that. So bear with me. Let me find it on my little list. So I don't know what order this is in, but yeah, let's go so, for it. Any of them, yeah. Baron Corbin versus Kalisto. Chairs match. Chairs, oh, chairs match. It's like <laughs> it's like when they had Big Show against somebody in a stairs match. It's like, oh, come on now. So they're going to use the stairs anyway. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, chairs match. Well, they had they had Corbin come out and smack down this time and ruin his ruining his match with the Miz. Um, see, so my first thought is that I couldn't care less. But then Kalisto had an amazing match with Ryback before Ryback fucked off. So yep, he can it's do very it. true. And I've said on the podcast many times, I am a ba- massive massive fan of Kalisto. I think mm. he's really good, and with a with a decent push, he could easily get to Rey Mysterio heights. Mm. I think. But I don't know about that. I'm sorry. No, Were you uh, sorry? I thought you went done then. Um, see now I'm get I'm feeling like for Corbin it's we're getting to crunch time. I think they need to do something with him. Yeah. And I do think that the Ryback Kalisto match was surprisingly good. Was it yeah. kick off for WrestleMania? It was, and then I think I think the kickoff to WrestleMania wasn't great, and I think it was the next one where they. I had can't a remember. Yeah, which one? One was of them wasn't great. They were on a kickoff match 
maybe before us, or maybe it was Roadblock or whatever. See, I think they did two kickoffs, you know. They did. They did two consecutive mm, kickoffs. One yeah. of them was WrestleMania, and then one was something else. But they were. One of them was shit. The other one was great. Uh, yeah, the other one was brilliant to the point where I think it the was WrestleMania like the crowd one was a brilliant one. Super yeah. into it. It was so I'm good. Sure, it was a WrestleMania. So one so good. That. And yeah, I think Baron Corbin. I think they brought him in with such fanfare, and they've totally discarded him. So it's a bit like Austin Aries on NXT. You know, like yeah, completely yeah. discarded the guy. And I'm not 100% his biggest fan. I'm not going to bang the drum no. for Baron Corbin. However, I do like him very much. And I yeah, do I think do. that he has been forgotten. And he needs to go into something that's really going to elevate him. I'm not saying this is going to elevate him massively. But I think that seeing the Ryback Kalisto thing, I think there's potential there for this to be very entertaining, for the crowd to really get a bit pumped by it. I know he's the yeah. heel and everyone's going to boo him. But cool. I mean, whatever. It, no, definitely. It doesn't matter what side he's on, but... But Corbin's got to go over. Yeah, I, I think so. I think he does. Yeah, yeah. Because if, do, if he doesn't, if Kalisto wins and, and Kalisto is like the, the plucky underdog, because it's like with anything, when you when, when you have these matches, you hope they lead on to other things. And more often than not, they don't. They just lead on mm. to them being a, in, a, in a tag match or being... You know, doing the same thing over and over again because he had Corbin had that thing with Ziggler and then nothing came of that. And, nothing. You know, yeah. It's it's just been a bit. I imagine him coming out at like number. I I can't remember when we watched that countdown. What was like the shittest number that you could come out of? Um, maybe like number four or something the of the Royal Rumble. Yeah. He'll just come out really early. He'll get eliminated. No yeah, one will yeah. remember. Yeah. But it, I think that's a shame. I think it's a real it shame, a shame because. It is a shame. But <laughs> whose spot? Whose spot does he take? Do you know what I mean? Like this is. The That's eternal the problem. Anyway, so next match, Nikki Bella versus Carmella. No disqualification match. Next. <laughs> I want Car- Carmella to win that, obviously. Um, but I think that they are both doing really good work on this. I know you're, you're completely shaking your head here, but I do. Uh, it's not that I don't think they're doing good work. I think, I think um, Carmella's face says quite a lot about about Nikki about Bella's wrestling Nikki, ability yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but that happens to everyone so let's discard that it, it's just me I just don't I just don't like her and I think I think it is elevating Carmella yeah I think it's doing really well for her um I I just I think know, after you know, this you know what I think I know no, no, so but I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on and be like totally heinous mm. because the whole thing with um the Survivor series match when she was when she got attacked from behind and I don't know whether she had like a legitimate injury and that's why they had to pull her and put Natalia in. Yeah. I think there's a reason why if if she wasn't injured, there's a reason why she was pulled. You know, because they wanna they wanna showcase people and unfortunately against Nikki Bella you can't showcase wrestling ability. Um, you can showcase your acting skills and you because you're in quite a big spotlight and things like that. But the reason why Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, um, Becky are so over is because they've had those great wrestling matches. Yeah. And Nikki Bella is over with fans that like Nikki Bella. She's not over with fans that like wrestling. And I think that's that's the difference. And that's kind of the situation Roman Reigns are in. But she gets a big pop when she comes out. So mm. I'm in the minority there. But I think um, it's a great thing for Carmella. It's and if you're playing devil's advocate, it's a horrific thing for her because you know the the fear was when Nikki Bella comes back, she's straight in the title picture. So the fact that she's not, I think, is quite bad for her. I think mm. it's I think the fact that she's not going against Becky Lynch is is a is a misstep. 
Yeah. As far as Nikki's concerned, like I, I'm glad for it. But the fact that Nikki's not in that title match means she's still on the pay per view. So Carmella's got a chance there. So that's where the star power of Nikki Bella comes in. Mm. Like she'll bring eyes to it because of Total Bellas and things like that, and because she does have legions and legions of fans, as we know. Because whenever I say anything derogatory we about get Nikki so Bella, much shit. I, I personally <laughs> get a lot of shit. But I don't, I don't mind that because it's creating a conversation. It's mm. creating yeah. like a, an argument there, and for a lot of people to say she does great work, no, she does good work. She doesn't do great work. Let's 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 stop looking at it through the rose tinted glasses. Like she doesn't do great work, and there's never been a time when I've gone. Do you know what? There you go. There's the moment, Nikki. There's the moment where you've won me over. No, there's not. There's never been a time, and there never will be a time because one, they don't give her enough chances to do it. Mm. So they just put her in those five minute matches where she's just, you know, or those those segments where she's using the most annoying voice known to man. And say, oh, I'm, t- I'm like totally tired. I'm, I'm on the force. So somebody hid me from behind. No, you're supposed to be a badass woman. You're supposed to be a badass woman. Mm. She's supposed to be complaining. Like if Nick, if they'd, if they'd gone backstage and Nikki was like fucking flipping out and flipping tables. Oh yeah, totally me from different. behind. The doctors won't clear me. Let me out there. Let me out there. No, no, you hurt. You hurt. No, let me out there. That would have been the moment. Yeah. No, but I know. She was it's... lay on the floor and going. Oh, oh, Brian, my neck. Oh, Daniel Brian, my neck. I don't know what happened. You're a wrestler. Like, please, please get a bit of a spine. And then they try and show that with her coming into the ring and dropping Carmella on this week's SmackDown and punching the fuck out of her, which was her face was a mess, which is great. But they they always seem to do something against Nikki where I'm like, that's why I don't like you. But it's not. I don't think it's 100% her fault. Because her voice is one thing. Her voice is horrendously annoying for me. That's one thing. The content is another. It's not her fault. It's not her fault she's the mean girl. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. that's, it's not her fault. But, hey. Yeah, so for me, Nikki Bella goes over. Excellent. Yeah, no, I think so. Okay, so the next match is Heath Slater on Rhino versus Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. It's be Bray and Orton, aren't it? I think, considering how strong they've been booked for the last few weeks, uh, taking out American Alpha. Well, I would hope so. God almighty, if they lose this, then well, Bray Wyatt might as well just go and get his gyro or something. Because <laughs> it's like, they're never going to put him over, are get they? His gyro, that's funny. Um, yeah, no, I think I think they do. I think they become the tag team ta- champions. I hope so. I hope they are. I mean, yeah. it's a bizarre pairing. Jesus, well, it's, it's worked. B- as b- bizarre as Heath Slater and Rhino. I know. No, it's worked really well. I've liked it, but yeah, no, it's been strange. But anything that puts Bray Wyatt over, I'm happy. So yeah, I'm rooting for yeah. Bray. I think it'll be a good match as well. That. Yeah, I like to think so. Uh, next match: Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss. Tables match. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Brilliant, then it's a tables match. I mean, I know it's on TLC, but like, yeah. you know. I think Alexa Bliss is going to win. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I've just got a funny feeling about it. Yeah? I don't know. Mm, it's just a, it's just an Emma feeling. I don't actually think it, it's going to happen, but I've, I've just... An don't, emulation. An emulation. That doesn't make any... Emil, revelation. An emolution. No, it's revelation. What's, what's she called on the old Raw... Emma, uh, Emma, something. Emma, something. 
Yeah. Emulation. So yeah. revelation. Nice. An emulation. Yeah, I like it. Okay, so an emulation <laughs> is that um, yeah. Alexa Bliss will win this. Yeah. And I'll tell you for why. Go for it. Because it's a tables match, and I don't think Alexa Bliss is heavy enough to go through a table. That's hilarious. But I think she. I just don't think she'll go through it. I think she'll be like Banks, but I think Becky will spectacularly, as she's demonstrated, go through a table. And I think that that will be the defining kind of moment. She'll go through a table and then... But I, I just don't think Bliss is going to go... I think she'll just hit it and roll off it really ungainly. It depends, what, it depends how they do the spot. If they do a spot off the top rope, she'll go through a table. Yeah. If they do it where it's like set up weird and she gets thrown onto it, like, you know, it, it's that's not going to happen. But I, I think Becky's winning this. I hope Becky wins it. Don't get me wrong. But I've just got a weird feeling that it's going to be old Bolisio. I think Becky wins because Becky is the women's wrestler. She needs to stay as it. Side. and I, yeah. I, yeah, I worry, though, considering how much they're throwing the raw belt around, you know, for the women. Yeah, but it didn't, maybe they'll just, she'll just go straight for it again afterwards. I don't know. But yeah, I think Becky wins and it's on to the next one. Okay, so speaking of on to the next one. The Ooh. Miz versus Dolph Ziggler ladder match Intercontinental Championship. <coughs> it's gonna be the Miz, isn't it? Because they love him. They fucking love him. Well, if if Ziggler wins the belt back again, it's hot potato with every fucking. Absolutely, belt. yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, it's tough to see that. It's tough to see Ziggler winning this one. To be honest, agreed. Um, and I saw I saw something recently where like Ziggler and the Miz came out and said, you know, the Intercontinental title has been more prestigious than ever. I don't agree. I don't agree. I think it's been weird. I think mm. the, the back and forth has been weird. I think we got robbed of Zayn versus Ziggler at Survivor Series. Yeah, that was a shame. Like we got robbed of that because because they did that one match that one time on a live show, and it was like, oh no, I think it was a dark match to Raw, mm. and it was one of the best matches like anybody had seen at the time. Is like, and I've I've been waiting for Ziggler Zayn because that could be the one that puts them both over because they're both yeah. struggling as much as the promo against Mick Foley on Raw helped. Um, yeah, I think the Miz, the Miz still wins. So but, do but I. It, but it should, be, it should be good. I'm not a massive fan of singles ladder matches because uh, when they do a big spot off the ladder, then they're on the floor for a bit. Mm. And, you know, you uh, like the Samoa Joe Finn Balor one wasn't amazing, but... That did come after Sasha and uh, and Bailey. So, if 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 somebody if somebody like did f- fifteen somersaults through a table off the ladder, I don't think it would have beaten that. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, the singles ladder matches, I think struggle a little bit. But we'll see. But I th- yeah, I think you're right. I think Miz Miz wins that one. Me too. Yeah. Well, obviously, you're right, and I'm like me too. I'm right. So, AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose, TLC match, WWE World Championship. Is this the time when Ellsworth <laughs> Ellsworth gets involved again? Ellsworth's got to at some point, hasn't he, really? Yeah. To be fair, like uh, AJ was brutal with him on SmackDown, smacking him with chairs, did the Styles clash off the steps, onto the floor, mm-hmm. and then just kicked him off him. <laughs> which was great uh, yeah I, th- I, I'm I think I'm again in the minority of not enjoying the Ellsworth thing like I, I understand why it's working but yeah I'm, I'm not enjoying him being there as much as I was a few weeks ago when he was facing AJ now he's like the crony and on the side it's not the best no Ellsworth's doing great work hence why his t-shirts like one of the best selling t-shirts on wweshop.com but the um, 
Yeah, I think Ellsworth's under the ring or something. He comes out for commentary or something and he gets involved. Um, but I think he gets involved and costs Ambrose the title rather than yeah. rather than helps him win it. I can't see Ambrose with the title again for a while. I could be totally wrong on that, obviously, but I'd prefer not to see him with a title because I don't think it does his character any any good at all. No, no, he's not. Just hinders him. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't use it well when he's got Mm-mm. it. It becomes a lot more interesting when he's not got it. So I think they'd be doing a massive disservice if they gave him the title again. Unless they did him in the right way, where he, where he still was the lunatic and not the the corporate stooge. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's what I think. Are you are you on board with that? Absolutely. Or? Yeah. I am. And that's the that's all the TLC, is it not? It certainly is, according to this little list I've got. Okay. <coughs> Let us know what you think of TLC predictions. Or what happens, because by the time this goes up, it'll have already happened. No, I doubt that. <laughs> I doubt that. Oh, no, it's tonight, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're already yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, it's half eight happens. now. I'm going to try and uh, <laughs> try and do some reactions to it tomorrow, if if we can get the old internet mm. playing, playing ball. Play ball. Uh, right. Time for the topic of the week. I've got a good 20 minutes for this. Topic, 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 topic. Um, so I tweeted the old RTM followers and said if you could change one thing about WWE at the moment what would it be and we start with that no holds barred podcast they're doing amazing wrestling related podcast as well go and check it out and they've said raw to two hours and make the 205 live an hour long with a full cell university crowd i feel like nobody will stay after smackdown live now this is interesting because just before we started recording this we watched 205 yep, live we did now i didn't notice many empty seats Mm-mm. but you said to me there was, there was a few articles flying yes. around of people leaving early and all that sort of stuff yep if you do that you're just a twat <laughs> <laughs> you know so like if you if you leave just because you've seen your, your favorite person already and they've gone here you go here's another hour's worth of entertainment that we're going to put on for you oh fuck it i'm gonna leave yep fuck them if they're gonna leave if they leave they leave like to me if they leave fuck them they don't they shouldn't be there anyway because I bet there was a load of people who'd want that ticket to Absolutely. go and watch them as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a very good point, and that was actually my my thing. Uh, Raw to two hours and put SmackDown, uh, put the two or five live in front of the full sale crowd. So I've got to think of someone else on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we've got at Girl Talk WWE's put the booking of the Raw Women's Division. I'd given multiple flu- feuds and more matches slash longer match times. As well, so thanks very much for that at Girl Talk WWE. Uh, up next, we've got at DJM underscore one. Uh, the lost element of surprise is what he'd change. Uh, they'd literally leaked their own spoilers on title changes and returns. <laughs> uh, gone are the anything can happen days in the desperate attempt to gain ratings. Um, clean pins on your champ as well is a close second. So I want to want to break these down because I think they're very good points. As Brian normally makes. Lost element of surprise is tough because they do they do ruin their own title changes they do um i think it was that that infamous one that was that was the united states t- title where some was it Kalisto won it went back when smackdown was recorded Kalisto won it a pay-per-view and then on the tuesday night they tweeted that he'd lost it oh and nobody had seen it it's sake. like well we're not going to see it till friday yeah it's like oh fuck right so they've uh 
they've ruined that why, why watch that um so that's that one clean pins on the champ i don't know why i'm getting rid of that because i need it for the other tweets uh clean pins on the champ starting to piss me off a bit so as we all saw on raw roman reigns went over at owens if reigns wins the title in his title shot which he won't do because they'll screw him out of it in some way but if he did do you reckon WWE would strip him of a title? <laughs> Just for the sake of Just doing it. Just for the sake of it, yeah. Apparently two-way world champion. Can't do what the fuck he wants. <laughs> uh, but he should be able to. Um, up next, our Doug underscore MUFC says, stop Sasha versus Charlotte every week. It's run its course and it's a bit boring and predictable now. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you on that one. And then finally... We've got our Craig Messies, but stop the New Day cheating every week. Uh, make Raw have more matching and less talking. Same with SmackDown. And swap Zayn for The Miz. Two. So, yeah. I'm on board with all those comments. I think the um, <coughs> New Day cheating side of it, I'd be reluctant to do because that's what's got them where they are mm. i mean i know like because the cheating thing's funny like it's it's a funny aspect to it and the comedic characters i know what you're saying though craig i know that if they you know the, they're supposed to be faces the the fans that aren't as intelligent as you are um will be like oh why are they doing heel stuff oh should i be booing them then but yeah i, I, I do get what you mean with that one i think the new day have lost away a, a tad over the last couple of weeks just, I think the jokes are falling a little bit flat now. Yep. I think Enzo and Big Cass are running rings around him now, mm-hmm. and the whole thing with Enzo coming out with his dick out, <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and like so Lana funny. just like looking at it, and that's so funny. Like, what? What? Oh, it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, but yeah, as far as things to change, I'm gonna need a minute to think. So do you wanna? No, you're going first. Okay. Only because I control the time, so like. Mother I don't have to fucker. cut you off then, you Motherfucker. see. Well, we may be sat here in silence. That's for fine. Minutes. I'll sit in silence. It works oh, better. What would I change right now? If I had the keys to the Connecticut office, what would I do? <laughs> what would I do? Um, I think the 205 Live thing is interesting. And I, if I was buying it, which I wouldn't do, but if I was buying a ticket to go and see SmackDown, I would be really excited for that afterwards. And I think if I saw people leaving, it would really wind me up. Mm. So that was kind of my original point, and I know like uh, no holds barred has kind of agreed with me on that one as well. Um, if I saw people leaving, I'd be very annoyed. Yeah. But that's just because you've you've paid your money to go and see something. They obviously start SmackDown at the time they start it, and then and then you get two hour five live after it, which is just bonus. It's bonus wrestling. Why why would you leave? I know. You're fucking stupid. Uh, but I think putting them in front of the full sale crowd is would be a great thing because that's how you make these people. You're probably not going to make them um, through the way they're doing it now. But they're trying really hard to get this as being another thing. Like I think did we say it on the show or did you say it when we were just chatting when we were watching Terrifier? I can't like, remember. About say it what? being like a Netflix. Yes. No. No. That was that was more on the um, the content side of things. The uh, how I understand the amount of content yeah. that they're putting up. So saying it like doing it like a Netflix thing. So like not mm. not you don't watch everything that's on Netflix, but because there's so much to watch, mm-hmm. you know, you're never sure for something. Uh, even though half my life I think is spent scrolling through Netflix <laughs> trying to find something. Um, so that I would say goes to the f- goes to full sale, just because I think the the, the fans 
I mean, we saw it with Cedric Alexander in the Cruiserweight Classic. We saw it with Brian Kendrick in the Cruiserweight Classic. The fans are what make and break these guys. And as much as I thought when Rich Wan won the title, as much as I thought the crowd were into it, they were chanting, you deserve it, which was amazing for a SmackDown crowd. Because like, I, I would have said, because if I had known going in that that was on after SmackDown, I would have been mm. like, nobody's going to give a flying fuck about this. But they did. I mean, maybe some people left. Fair enough, let them leave. But the people that were there um, did really well. I think the biggest thing that I would change, if I'm being brutally, brutally honest, is I would turn Roman Reigns heel. I would. I mean, you can't do it in the moment because um, he's obviously got the thing with Owens, Owens and Jericho. But Owens and Jericho are getting cheered out the building. And I know they're in the same thing with Rawlins as well, so it's a bit of a strange juxtaposition there. Um, it's kind of a mini Shield reunion, which I think they're kind of building up to for Royal Rumble. Like, I don't think any of them... They will be in the Royal Rumble match, but I think they'll take some of the big hitters out of the Royal Rumble match because of Goldberg and Lesnar. Uh, but you'll still get one or two, and then out of that one or two, somebody will win. But I think I think it's building up to Rawlins and Reigns against Owens and Jericho, mm. which would be great. Uh, a great thing to see. I think I would change. I would I would turn Roman heel just because I think he's str- he's think he's struggling. Like they they're trying to they're trying to make him be this this clean cut doesn't cheat you know holier than thou s character yeah and the guy's a monster the guy looks intimidating he's a big fucking guy and i think when he then turned back face again i just think the whole crowd would be on his side <coughs> because that's the people that boo him want him to turn heel because they booed john cena for the last 10 years and they wanted him to turn heel in that time and he's obviously not going to because He's a big one for the kids. Now, obviously, the kids are buying Roman Reigns lunchboxes and all this sort of stuff. Mm. But I think they still would if he was heel. I don't think that would change. More so. At all. Yeah, I think they would do because he's a bit of a... Then he's a bit of a badass. Like, like again, what I was saying with the Nikki Bella thing, you know, Roman Reigns does a lot of stuff that's just like, no, you wouldn't do that. Like, oh, he's fighting Triple H backstage, but then Jack Swagger pulls him off. <laughs> who, who the fuck is this guy? You know, just like slap mm. him and carry on. You know, that's it's those little things that make a lot of difference to like people like me. I think. I mean, correct me in the comments below or on Twitter if you think I'm wrong, but I think that would be huge. I think a, a heel turn for Reigns would be massive, and I think within a month he'd be getting cheered out of the building. Yeah, I, d- I agree. Just by acting like a bit of a badass. Um, there's not too much more that I think I'd change, and the, that the reason why is because the they're throwing a lot of shit at the fan at the moment and praying something sticks. Um, but they're, they're really trying. Like with 205 Live, NXT, SmackDown, the brand split, Raw, all these pay-per-views. Like like we said, you know, we've not been able to do a show for a couple of weeks. And TLC's on tonight. I know, it's you know, crazy. We're kind, of, we're kind of spoiled for choice a little bit. And maybe that, maybe that's a reason why a few people are feeling a bit fed up or a bit overwhelmed or those sort of things. Because if they didn't do quite as much, it might be an easier experience to watch. Mm. But yeah, I think that's mine. Um, I keep mine short and sweet. Um, I've said it before. I know that it's going against the grain of change and sounds like I fear change and all that stuff, but I just, the brand split has really, really distanced me from WWE. Um, I've struggled with it because now I can't watch rest all of what they produce. I can't watch all the content every week because I don't have the time. Um, and that's alienated me as a fan. Like, I don't... I'm now not 
as close to it as I was when I could keep up with it and keep up to date with what was going on. Now I have to watch a YouTube highlight of Raw or SmackDown if I can't, I don't get a chance to watch it because there's too much content. So if I'm going to watch all of the content they put out a week, we're talking six, seven hours a week, not including if I've got a um, pay-per-view on the Sunday, which I'm just, it's made me less of a fan by the brand like the brand split and everything I'm, I'm now less of a wwe fan than i was six months ago and the more they dilute the product the less of a fan i'm gonna be because i'm not i i'm not involved in smack smackdown was a brand that i was thought i was gonna like but i can't watch it because i don't have time so i'm less of a fan and it's just gonna get worse and worse the more shit they add and now they've got this 205 live which is like i'm gonna have to just I'm going to have to just say I can't watch it and it's not for me. I'm going to have to just say it ain't for me. I'll never watch it because I don't have time. And that sucks. I have to turn around and go, I'm never going to watch 205 Live. I'm rarely going to watch SmackDown. I'll sometimes watch NXT and I'll try my best to watch Raw every week. Like, that sucks. It really blows. I understand they've got so much talent. I get it that they've got. They've got to as you said before about the thing we were talking about earlier, the, the, you know, the Netflix thing, they're creating their own Netflix through the network. So they have to create tons of shows. They've got to create lots of content to have their own Netflix that people pay X amount of money for, $9.99, and whatever the fuck country you're from, whatever you pay, you know, to, to warrant it costing that much, you've got to have lots of different shows on. And they can't, they, they don't have the time to produce things like Legends House and all that stuff. And they can't have Raw straight away, you know. They can't have SmackDown straight away. So they've got to have these other things. They've got to keep introducing new stuff with the hope that one of them will hook someone into the network. So I totally get it. And I don't begrudge them of it at all. And I'm sure people people who don't quite have as busy day as I do probably appreciate it. If you're a student, if you're at school, if you don't work or if you work part-time and you don't have a three-hour commute every day like I do, you probably love all this extra content. It fills your day. But for me, I don't have the time. And as a wrestling fan, I feel massively alienated and it blows for me. But as for what I would change, if I changed it, then you know, you let a lot of people down, it's not progressive, they are trying to produce their own Netflix, they are trying to produce their own television channel that's full of shit all day, so I I totally get it, but for me, I think in maybe one to two years' time, I wonder if I'd be a wrestling fan, that's how I feel right now, I I, I worry that I'm not going to be into it, and that I'll just (sighs) move to UFC completely, completely, and just be like, well, they've got one show, they have like I know they have a few pay-per-views but at least you know I know they've got a lot of content that I could watch from different promotions but if I just want to be a UFC fan I can be and I've got the time to be but I don't at the moment have time to be a WWE fan in the way I want to be and that sucks I hate feeling left out I hate feeling like I need to read up on what's happened I hate watching YouTube highlights I do I hate I it. I fucking hate it. I don't like watching a YouTube top 10 of SmackDown. I fucking hate it. I want to watch the show, but I don't have the fucking time. Yeah. So that sucks for me. 
And I want to stay a fan. I'm going to WrestleMania next year. I hope that's not the last thing I watch. I hope that's not the last thing I'm into. I hope it's not the last live show I go to see. But it may be the case that I turn to an indie show. Maybe I'll start, you know, becoming a fan of, you know, ICW or something. Maybe well, yeah, that'll be my thing. fans of ICW. But you know what? Maybe I'll ditch <laughs> yeah. WWE and become, you know, a fan of another brand because I can keep up with them yeah. and I can keep up to date with what's going on. But now there's too much going on. And I can't. Yeah. I feel like I can't be a fan of Becky Lynch and Bailey and Sasha. Yeah. I can't because I can't watch them all. So it's like now, like, my favourite wrestler, Becky Lynch, gets a back seat. Yeah. And I don't like Bailey, Sasha, and Charlotte as much as her, but I feel like I spend more time watching them because yeah, I don't no. want to watch SmackDown. So yeah. it's it's not that I don't want to. I don't have the time. But, yeah, that sucks. And I don't know, like, I'm probably preaching to people who don't have the same problems as I do. I don't know. I don't know how busy your days are. I don't know how much you know, your days are filled with work and commuting and all that shit. So you may not agree with me at all. You might have the time and you might love all this content. But if there's anyone out there who does, I'd love to hear from them because I feel very <laughs> I feel very isolated and yeah, very alone with wrestling I'm, at the moment. But I, I'm kind of in the same boat with you. And I, I think the reason why is not because of the Netflix angle that they're going with the network. It's Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. So I, I feel just as alienated from Raw and SmackDown because for us to watch Raw and SmackDown, what we need to do is we need to stay away from spoilers all of Tuesday. Yeah. So we've got a Twitter. Obviously, people tweet us what happens and things like that. It's like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? So we have to stay away from Twitter and not respond to those people who have gone out of their way to tweet us and say, this was yeah. awesome. What did you think? Then, <clears throat> you know, we ha- then the next night, we have to stay away from everything from SmackDown and watch that as well. So that's five hours over two nights. You know, and if you think... Because Americans get to watch it live so they can put it on and they can sit and have the tea while they're doing it and they can Mm. do all that sort of stuff. I don't think it's the Raw... raw, I don't think it's the 205 Live, the NXT and the pay-per-views. They're not the issue. It's Raw and SmackDown that's the issue. Mm. Because Raw and SmackDown are not on... You know, they start at 1 in the morning in the UK... Um, so for people in the UK to watch that live and to have a job, it's impossible. Like no, impossible. never watch it live because you'd be absolutely knackered all the time. Yeah. And then obviously, we're, you know, we want to do the show, so we're up to date with it. But I, I fit, I feel myself now, try, sort of leaning more now as my my viewing. So I get home like an hour earlier than you do from work. But when I put wrestling on to watch it, I put NXT on. Mm. I put the Cruiserweight Classic on. I put 205 Live on now. I put Talking Smack on just for something on in the background. Because it's on the network I can and I can get it straight away. Yeah. For us to get raw, we have to download it. We have yeah. to wait for it to download. Yeah, you know, it's a if, if I get up in the morning and there's not something that I can download it or stream it from, it's like, right, fuck. Well, as soon as I get in, I've got to download it. So then that's half an hour. Hmm. So then at 6 o'clock, we sat down to watch it. Then it finishes at like half 8 and then by half nine, we've got well, we've got to go to got to go to bed because we're up at six to go into work the next day. So I think I think that's the thing. I think to some degree, the network is a great thing because it lets me keep up. <clears throat> what I'd be nice, I think, for um, for me as a fan and maybe you as a fan as well, is if they put on the network those those high like highlights of Raw and SmackDown. So you could sit and go on and watch it on the network and watch the highlights. 
Mm. I mean, I know that's the same problem because they put the highlights up on YouTube and I don't like watching YouTube highlights. No, I because don't. Because you don't get the full story. You get the last two minutes of a match and you can't see the nuances of everything. But I think that's that's the issue. The reason why... Like, and obviously we've had a lot of technical issues. You know, we've not downloaded a Raw in ages because we've just not had the time to. Mm-hmm. Because work's crazy at the moment. Like, I've got a new job. Yours is heavily stressful. Um but I think that's what it is. I think I'll, I'm going to be gravitating more towards 205 Live, NXT, and the pay-per-views because I can come in and put them on. I don't yeah. have to download them. I don't have to fucking edit Funny them. About. Edit them yeah. if the if the mu- if, the, so- if the, the 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 music tracks out of sync, which most of the time it is. You know, you don't have to do that. You can just come in, sit down, and watch it. Mm. And that's kind of that's what I'm missing from it because when we lived in Media City it wasn't as big as a commute for us now. So we could get in, we could download it, we could watch it, and then we could watch SmackDown, and then on Wednesday we could do the podcast. But we're getting in at like 8 o'clock at night. If we do an hour and a half long podcast and then go to bed straight away after it, like, without eating, you know, it's one of them. But I think I'd love to hear other people's thoughts, especially if you live in the UK. If you don't live in the UK, I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Mm. Because it, do you find it as e- as easy as just turning on your tv because that's kind of the, the the situation we're in now we're in a we're in a, a time where you can just turn something on and just watch it whereas with raw and smackdown in the uk we can't just turn it on and watch it no we have to download it or we have to stream it and then the stream's always fucked and you can't see what's going on because somebody's put it up and it's like three quarters of the screen so they don't get copyright strikes and all that shit um but yeah it's an interesting talking point Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll we'll chat about it again at some point as well and get your thoughts. But yeah, definitely tweet us. Let us know if you're listening to this. If you're one of the 12, one of the <laughs> glorious disciples, then then tweet us about it. Are you keeping up with all these shows? Because I'm not and you're not. No, I'm really not. And, I, and, I'm, and it's making me disinterested with the brand as a yeah. whole, unfortunately. Yeah. I think we're done. I think that's it so thanks very much for listening everyone we are at rtm wrestling if you want to send us a tweet send us that's where that's our twitter handle we're on instagram we're on facebook we're all these all these crazy cool places um so just let us know what you think and do comment do give us pointers do say what you like what you dislike and we will see you next time cheerio motherfuckers pip, pip. <laughs>